Hey guys, welcome to Precision Nutrition's The Complete Fitness Professional Podcast. I'm Dr. John Berardi, co-founder of Precision Nutrition, and if you're not familiar with us, over the last 15 years, we've become the world's largest online nutrition, fitness, and health coaching company. Most interesting for health and fitness pros, we've turned the lessons learned coaching over 200,000 clients into a complete nutrition and health coaching system called the Precision Nutrition Certification. It's the industry's most recognized career-changing coaching system anywhere. In this podcast, which is a mix of recorded articles, interviews, and roundtable discussions, myself and my Precision Nutrition colleagues will coach you on growing your business, helping more people, and becoming a better coach. We'll help you become more than a personal trainer, strength coach, or nutritionist. We'll help you become the complete fitness professional. So let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Bryce from Precision Nutrition, and today I'm reading the article, Trainers and Coaches, 12 Amazing Tips for Killing Client Progress, by Krista Scott Dixon. So here are 12 tips guaranteed to kill client progress and poison any coaching relationship. Well, plus the antidote, proven strategies for becoming the best coach you can be. So, are your clients happy and doing well? Well, not to worry. We can fix that. Just follow these 12 simple steps and they'll be hiding in darkened rooms and curling up in the fetal position in no time. Let's get into it with number one, don't involve clients in their own progress. Make it top down. You're the boss, not them. They do what you say. Be coercive and controlling. Next to you, Machiavelli looks like Barney the dinosaur. Number two, make progress, or lack of it, about you. View any lack of progress as a personal affront. How could they hurt you like this? Now you're not going to win Coach of the Month. Plus, they're making your business look bad. Maybe you should fire them. Number three, use a one-size-fits-all approach. If pursuing a universal mathematical standard of perfection was good enough for the ancient Greeks, it's good enough for you. Whether it's an 82-year-old grandparent or an 18-year-old gridiron god, it's all the same client, right? Wait, what was their name again? Number four, be outcome-focused. The end, after all, justifies all means. You want performance, damn it! Move that progress needle, no matter what. And to help? We'll dangle rewards in front of them at the outset. Shift their focus to getting that reward instead of mastering the skills or understanding the process they need to get there. Number five, especially focus on outcomes they can't control. Berate them if their numbers don't add up. Even better, post their skin folds publicly. Peer pressure worked in high school, after all. Number six, appeal to your client's brainstem instincts by making sure that they feel pain if they don't deliver. Avoiding pain is a fundamental animal drive. Plan marathon sets of burpees, verbal abuse, or humiliation in front of the popular kids if they don't please you. As the Spanish inquisitors knew, the choices for pain are endless. Number seven, Reward people for things they should already do. Salute them for showing up on time. Throw them a treat for not complaining. Give them a discount if they eat a green vegetable. Tie behavior to rewards so they'll keep jumping through the hoops like little doggies. Especially give them rewards they really, really want. 
when they'll feel extra sad if they don't get them. Number 8. Pump up the volume. Just like you should speak louder and slower at someone who doesn't understand English, you should make yelling part of your repertoire. Maybe the client didn't get the message. Belt it out. They'll know you mean business, sergeant. Number 9. Put the pressure on. Let them know you have high expectations, and we're talking real high. Shove them out of their comfort zone hard and explain to them what's at stake here. Everything. People learn and perform their best when they have a fire under their ass, especially if that fire is a raging napalm inferno full of angry flaming killer bees. Number 10. Rush. No time to waste. Set deadlines. Clock is ticking. Go, go, go! And number 11. Make it a competition. As legendary football coach Vince Lombardi said, winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. Pit your clients against one another in your version of the Hunger Games. The loser has to walk through the gym in their underwear. And lastly, number 12, use your approval as a bargaining tool. If clients don't do well, make a frowny face and let them know you are taking away your love and acceptance. Sigh deeply and painfully during weigh-ins. Threaten to dump them if they binge again. If clients please you, shower them with adoration. But make sure it's clear. You could be displeased again at any moment. Okay, just kidding. That list, after all, is what not to do. Although many trainers and coaches are doing some of these things every day. Now let's look at what you should do. In other words, the opposite. Involve clients in their own progress. Understand that each client is on their own journey. You're the navigator, not the ship's captain. Share the joys, but detach emotionally from the lows. Their lack of progress doesn't make you a bad coach. Make any necessary changes to your process and plan without taking it personally. And be process-focused. Look for evidence that clients are building skills and doing the daily actions that truly matter. If you focus on outcomes, focus only on outcomes, especially daily behaviors, that they can control. They can't force their fat cells to lose fat or muscle cells to grow, but they can control a simple daily habit. And keep it simple, one thing at a time. Don't overwhelm them. Make sure to set clear expectations and look to the client to set the pace, even if it seems excruciatingly slow. Push them a little bit when they need to be pushed, but not too far. And avoid competition, unless it's friendly and without consequence and you're sure the client will truly enjoy it. In other words, ask first if you need to. And lastly, respect and accept them unconditionally. Show them that you're with them for the long haul. Meet them where they are, giving them their dignity. Now, of course, great coaching like this is developed over time through education and practice. So, if you'd like to take your coaching to the next level and develop into the best possible trainer and fitness professional you can be, consider working with us. Our next Precision Nutrition Certification Group will start soon. In it, we teach fitness, strength, nutrition, and rehab professionals how to be awesome coaches and help clients get in the best shape of their lives. Of course, we only take a limited amount of students, and the program does sell out every time, so we strongly recommend you add your name to the pre-sale list. When you do, you get the chance to sign up 24 hours before everyone else. Even better. 
you get to save some real cash off the cost of the program. So make sure to check it out at PrecisionNutrition.com. All right, everyone, this has been Bryce from Precision Nutrition reading Trainers and Coaches, 12 Amazing Tips for Killing Client Progress by Krista Scott Dixon. You can read the article online yourself at PrecisionNutrition.com forward slash killing dash client dash progress. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Okay, everyone, that's it for this week's edition of Precision Nutrition's The Complete Fitness Professional Podcast. For more information about how to become the complete fitness professional yourself and for some awesome free nutrition and coaching resources, come visit us on the web at www.precisionnutrition.com. You could also visit us on Facebook or on Twitter at InsidePN. Talk to you next time.